today we're going to talk about the difference between an entrepreneur and a business owner. You know, uh, women are starting businesses at an alarmingly fast rate. Uh, as a result of COVID, we've seen the numbers spike in terms of how many women-owned businesses have started in our country. And even though it is a great phenomenon, and yes, I am so proud of us, go ladies who have decided to start their own businesses, I want to talk about the difference between an entrepreneur and a business owner and the simple mistakes that I see that they make. So understanding the difference is really, really important. And then helping to avoid those mistakes is what my firm does is we work with a lot of women business owners at various stages of their businesses, typically women who have been in business for five years or more. Uh, we work with them to kind of help them uh, navigate the financial process, financial planning, particularly for themselves and their businesses and their employees. But when I am working with people, I find I meet a lot of people, women who started their own businesses, and a lot of them started it because they were frustrated with their employer, or maybe they were downsized, or maybe they found that, hey, they could do it better than their employer can, or they could at their employer. I know uh, for me, I started my own business because I wanted to bet on me. I love the work that I get got to do. I love helping women with financial planning and managing and investing and all those cool things. And I wanted to do it for myself as opposed to work for someone else. And usually that's the, the way it begins is that you take your expertise, the things that you're really good at, or the things that you like that you are good at, and you develop a business with it. And that is great. That is a great starting point. That is typically how business is started. But we need to understand the difference because there is a huge difference between being an entrepreneur and being a business owner. And I'm stealing this from my mentor. He knows who he is, but he did help me understand the difference between the two. And so an entrepreneur typically is someone who is start, has started their own business. Uh, they are the business. So you are your business, meaning if you were not there, your business couldn't run. You are the expert that makes it happen. So if you are the baker, you own a bakery, you are the baker, you're using a famous recipe. That is what makes the bakery successful is because the recipes that you have created and you're actually working and baking and making those things happen. If you own a catering business, if you own a cleaning company, you are the cleaning company. So you are the entrepreneur. So without you, there would be no business. And a business owner is someone who can step away from the business and it still continued to go. It still continued to make money, meaning the folks that work for you can take the recipes and they can duplicate them and make them and they come out just as if you were in the kitchen baking them. If it was a catering business, the same thing. If you own a janitorial company, you have a team of staff who can do the job without you and it still be as pristine as quality as if you were there doing it you have a system in place 
that is that has been implemented and it is working for you and you don't have to be there so you could be on vacation uh, you can leave early and be with your family and your children and your business will not stop so those are the two distinct differences between a business owner and an entrepreneur I think we get it mixed up, right? I meet a lot of people that say, you know, I own my own business. And the question is, do you or does the business own you? Because when you have to work in the business, when the business cannot survive without you, then the business owns you. And I just finished doing a podcast with one of my former coaches. And what she does is she works with business owners so that that does not happen, right? We want to make sure that this business can still go on, even if you were to step away from it for a while and will click along, money will still be made, processes and systems are in place, people will do the job and you will not have to be there. So that's a very important aspect or difference between being a business owner and being an entrepreneur. There's nothing wrong with being an entrepreneur. You have to build to be a business owner. So it, it's after so much time and implementation of processes and systems that allow you to become a business owner. So I believe everyone starts out as an entrepreneur, but understanding the difference is, is very important. But however you identify, making sure that you are properly established and you don't make some of the financial mistakes that I tend to see business owners and entrepreneurs make will be a good step for you. So today we're going to talk about some of those mistakes. So the first mistake that I tend to see that uh, business owners and entrepreneurs make or primarily entrepreneurs I will say is they don't have this business set up as a business listen operating out of the trunk of your car um, you know selling things out of your home that may be great but if you are not established as a business legally then you really don't have a business and the only way you can grow from being an entrepreneur to a true business owner is to make sure that you have the business properly registered depending upon the state that you live in whether you're going to decide to be an llc an s corporation a c corporation you need to make sure that your business is properly registered in your state and that you've decided on what type of business like i said llc s corp c corp PA, PC, those types of businesses, you need to establish and, and get it registered first and identify what business, what in the way it's going to be structured, the type of entity you will have. And then you need to make sure you file the appropriate paperwork with the state that you were in to make sure that this business is properly registered as well as then going to the irs.gov website and applying for a tax id number for said business so if you're operating any other way and you don't have those things in place you do not have a legitimate business you have a hobby even a side hustle does require some degree of registering the business to make sure that it is legal 
making sure that you can take income and you can sell and all of the things that come with owning a business and being an entrepreneur. So the first step, and I know this may sound so basic, but the first step is making sure that you are properly established as a business. And I will tell you, I've had people come to see me after being in business for years, operating for years and not be properly registered with their state. So that is the first step. Listen, it's worth the investment to start out legally properly, okay, in the beginning and not after the fact. So that would be the first mistake that I tend to see. And that would be the first mis the first thing I would tell you that you need to do is make sure you're properly registered. The next mistake that I see a lot of my business owners slash entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs slash business owner make is they make a lot of money, but they have no clue on how to manage that money. I see this all the time. There's a lot of revenue that comes in but they do not understand their expenses. They don't understand how to properly allocate or know what percentage of revenue needs to go back into operating the business, how to allocate for costs, for payroll, for um, products, if you're selling widgets, how to properly manage the revenue that comes in your business is, is very important. You know, you can make a lot of revenue, so you can have large revenue, but if your expenses are out of control and you have no idea as to what it takes to run your business, what those profit margins are, what those expenses are, then you are making a huge mistake and you'll find that you'll feel frustrated. You're like, I'm working, I'm making more money. I see more money come in my business than I've ever seen working for myself but I don't understand why I'm still broke. And you know, one thing I would recommend is a book that I started reading and I used to work with my business owner, my entrepreneurial clients and business owner clients, and it's called Profit First. I get no royalties or anything from that, but the system is amazing. And I use it when I work with my clients who are entrepreneurs and who own a business because it gives you a really good picture of what your finances looks like. Is your business truly profitable? Are you making money? How to pay yourself first. You are the most important thing in your business and structuring a system and a process to pay you first is extremely important. But a lot of us don't do that. We are told over and over again, invest in your business, put more in your business, put more in your business and you are your business. So first first and foremost, paying you, that's very important because without you, particularly if you're at the entrepreneurial stage, your business will not run. So making sure you understand how to manage the money that's coming in the business from the beginning. So revenue is different from profit and understanding what your profit margin should be are extremely important. And that is the second mistake that I see entrepreneurs slash business owners make. The next mistake that I see is, and, and uh, I've heard this time and time again, and I will tell you guys, I am guilty of it myself. 
as an entrepreneur, business owner, I find that I spend so much time working in my business as the subject matter expert, doing the things, the paperwork, the admin, seeing the clients, all the things that it takes to run a business, but not working on my business, stepping back from the business and seeing how I want it to grow. What do I want it to look like by the end of the year? Taking a snapshot of where I am, reestablishing or reaffirming goals and plans for my business, whether it is marketing plans or just growth plans or strategic plans and, and just working on my business instead of always working in the business. And I know in the beginning, it's like hustle, hustle, go, go, hustle, hustle, go, go. I need the money. I got to get paid. I got to, you know, feed my family and I've got to serve my clients. But if you step back and work on your business, it helps you to reaffirm one, what's your why, what's your purpose for doing this, and how are you going to get to the objectives that you have in place? It helps you to begin to establish processes and systems that are repeatable systems and processes that will lead you to move into being a business owner where the business will run itself instead of you always having to be there to make it run. So stepping outside, working on your business, not in your business, will help you to transition from entrepreneur to business owner. And that's a mistake that I see a lot of people make. And I will say, I'm raising my hand right now, I am guilty of that mistake and I am working on it. I am. I set aside one day a week, a half a day actually, to just review my business, review my goals. What am I doing? What's my purpose? How am I in line with that? What processes and systems do I need to implement so that one day I can step away from my business and not have to work so much in it? The next mistake that I see uh, business owners slash entrepreneurs make is because they're so focused working in their business, they're so focused on generating revenue, maybe getting new clients, selling more widgets, right? They don't do things like proper risk management. You know, because you are so important to the business, you are the subject matter expert. You started this business because you were good at whatever it is you do, whether it's therapy, baking, sewing, whatever it is you do, right? You probably started your business because you do it and you do it very well. Well, the problem is, is that if something were to happen to you, one, how would you survive that? You couldn't work your business anymore and not at the level or capacity that you were working it, or you might not be able to do it at all. The thing that I see most is business owners slash entrepreneurs do not have risk management systems in place like disability insurance, um, life insurance, and if possible, long-term care insurance. You know, if you're a baker and you're working with your hands and you get carpal tunnel or you have a stroke, you can't do the work with your hands anymore. Well, now you just lost the capacity to earn the income for the business because you are the business. Well, when that happens, not having a risk management strategy in place, such as a disability insurance 
policy in place that would supplement or subsidize the income loss is, is not a smart thing. And I cannot tell you the number of business owners who don't want to have that conversation, feel like they're being sold something. But then I, I talk with a doctor who a surgeon who can no longer do surgery because she hit her a finger, uh, lost one of her fingers in a lawnmower accident. I don't know how that happened. And so she had to file for disability, but thank God she had a disability policy in place so that 60 to 70% of her income could be replaced while she either found something else, if that was the case, or maybe she didn't have to, depending on the disability policy. So making sure that you have a strategy in place to mitigate or minimize the risk exposure for you, the entrepreneur, business owner, is very important. What if you pass away? then you need to make sure you have life insurance. What if you don't pass away, but you get some sort of type, some illness, you, you have a bout of cancer, um, you have a stroke, you're hit by whatever can happen. Having a risk management strategy in place is extremely important so that if something can happen to you, you would be able to at least sustain your lifestyle until you got better, right? If you were still alive, or if you didn't, then your beneficiaries and the folks in your business could take care of your business with the proceeds from that. So it's extremely important that you think about risk management, understand how important and valuable you are to the business. And if you don't have a risk management strategy in place to prevent the law or help if there was a loss of income or you became ill and you couldn't work at your capacity, that's a problem. You know, there was a statistic years ago that said that the number one cause of bankruptcy are medical situations. You know, people go bankrupt because of some sort of medical illness that takes them over. And so not having a risk management strategy in place is exposing yourself to maybe having some sort of medical issue and not being able to mitigate it with disability, long-term care, or life insurance. The next step that I, or issue that I see when I work with entrepreneurs and business owners is they don't really have a retirement plan, right? And I get it. I'm, I, I am a small business owner myself. And the last thing you're thinking about is putting away money for retirement, right? You're just trying to make it go day by day. You're trying to get the revenue up. You're trying to serve your clients. And I will tell you, if I have 10 business owners come to visit me, nine of them do not have a retirement plan or strategy in place. And if, I guess they think that they're not going to retire. And you know, the retirement plan doesn't necessarily have to be a 401k or traditional plan. In fact, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, there are so many creative things that we as financial advisors can do to help you grow money for when you decide to step away from the business. And a lot of that money can be, in some situations, tax-free. But if you don't realize that you need to have a plan in place and work with an expert to do it, 
then you don't know that these things exist. I meet a lot of business owners that say, well, my business is my retirement plan. I'm going to sell the business and I'm going to make all this money. Well, then we circle back to step one. And if your business is not properly registered, if you don't understand your profit margins, if you're not managing your money correctly, when you come, when it comes time to sell the business, you won't have those things in order and it won't be a sellable business. So making sure you have those things in order are important, but also thinking about you, the business owner, like, are you going to do this until you die? Is this going to be your plan forever? Is there a way you want to step away from the business? Do you think about maybe if I came in maybe one day a week or two days a week, what would your life look like in retirement? Now, I'm not asking you to give up your business and sell your business if that's not what you want. But at some point, you are going to slow down from doing what you're doing full force. And having some sort of retirement plan and strategy in place is important. Yes, it can be traditional investments. We do have plans for small businesses to be able to set them up and traditional 401k plans and other types of investment plans. But then there are investments or retirement plans that we can establish for business owners that not only allow them to earn money for the future, but amass a good deal of money if it's structured right, tax-free. And so working with someone to help understand how to do that is very important. And I noticed that a lot of times business owners do not have anything like that in place. They don't want to talk about it. They can't even see their way to retirement because the other things are not taken care of. They don't think they're making enough money to save for retirement. They have no clue how much money they can save for retirement. They're not paying themselves. So making sure that you have this in place or having a conversation to understand this or start planning for yourself is extremely important. And that is a mistake that I see business owners. And lastly, the thing that I see is like I talked to you before, a lot of people say, well, I'm going to start my business and I'm going to sell it. You know, I'm going to build it to, you know, a few million bucks and I'm going to sell it. And they look at, well, this is how much revenue I've brought in this year. You know, um, my business generates, you know, had $1.5 million of revenue, but what portion of that is sellable? So you need to work with someone to understand the numbers of your business, to figure out the multiples, um, EBITDA, and all those different things, working with an advisor and a CPA to come up with how much could that business be sold for is important. And so not having a succession plan is a problem that I see that a lot of business owners uh, make. They don't have someone in mind to take over the business, or if they do, it's not written down. There's no formal contract. There's no formal plan to say, if something happens to me, this is what's going, what I would like to happen. Um, if something happens to a, another key person in the business, this is where, uh, this is the plan. You know, not having a plan, I know it's a cliche, is a plan to fail. And that's in all aspects of life. 
So I would encourage you to start thinking about how can you establish a succession plan? What would that look like? Who would either inherit the business? Are you going to gift the business? Are you going to sell the business? And then working with someone to make sure that your business looks good on paper as well as not and is profitable in a way that it can be sold. You know, a lot of people sometimes live in fantasy and their business is not sellable. Maybe the what they're doing, the industry they're in is, is no real big demand, but you won't know what opportunities are out there unless you begin developing a succession plan. So that is what I would encourage you to do. And you know, even if you're starting out, you know, um, one of the things, and it, it's it's worn down, it's the why, right? Everyone says, you need to know your why, you need to know your why, and you do. That's very important. But then the question to ask is, well, how long am I gonna be doing this? Is this something that is gonna be a legacy for my children, for my family? Is this something that I'm gonna build to sell? Is this something I'm gonna give to my community? or to another family member to run for me. So you need to have your why, not just for when you start, but also when you decide that you wanna start backing away from the business. So I just kinda of wanna recap for you today. This is not a really long podcast, but today I want you to understand there is a difference between an entrepreneur and a business owner. Entrepreneurs typically are just starting out, right? They're in the first few years of their business. A business owner is someone who can step away from their business, doesn't have to be there every day. The business can run itself because it has internal systems and processes and key people who understand the vision, know how to carry out the vision, and know how to implement processes and serve your clients well. So that's the difference. And then some of the mistakes that I see that I want, if you have made these mistakes or this may resonate with you, let's get it done quickly, okay? The first one is not being properly established as a business, making sure that you're set up properly, LLC, an S Corp, a PA, a PC, a C Corp, making sure that you're properly established. You have a tax identification number. I'm also gonna throw in there, I didn't mention earlier, a business bank account. Um, not your own personal bank account, but your business bank account that is tied to your tax ID number has the name of your business as the, the account holder. So that's also very important. The next thing is understanding how to manage your business revenue, knowing that revenue is just all the money that comes in, but your expenses, that really tells you the profit margins that you should have. And each business and each industry has different profit margins. So working with someone like a CPA, a financial advisor, or both to understand what those profit margins will be are for your industry are important. CPAs typically have that information. Uh, the next thing is working in your business and not on your business. You know, taking time every week to step back, looking at your business, seeing where you are relative to where you want to be and 
implementing processes. I mean, every week I'm sitting down working on a process for this and a process for um, doing paperwork and onboarding clients and talking. You have to have processes and systems in place. So that is the next, the, the other mistake that I see and I want you to, to work on. Risk management, not having risk management strategies in place is the next mistake. Making sure that you, as the subject matter expert, as the person working in the business, as well as on the business, have disability insurance in place in case something happens and you can't work at your capacity. Life insurance in place, making sure you have that in place for yourself if something happens. And also having some in place for a key person in your business. So if you have someone, your operations manager or someone that makes the business go as well and is just as important as you are, making sure they have life insurance and disability insurance is important and long-term care and coverage as well. Um, long-term care is kind of, they, they don't have a lot of it these days, but there are still long-term care policies that you can get and making sure you have a risk management strategy in place as a business owner and an entrepreneur is extremely important. I can't tell you the number of business owners and entrepreneurs I find that say they can't afford something like that. They have many different ways of affording it. Uh, even if you have to start out with something small, something is better than nothing. But making sure you have a risk management strategy in place is important. And not having a retirement plan in place is the next step or next issue that I see. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a traditional 401k plan. A lot of business owners are averse to investing in the market because their business is the investment and they're investing all their money in the business. And that is good to a point. But we do need to have a plan in place for when you start to step away from the business. How will you maintain your lifestyle? What money will you live off of? So making sure that you sit down with someone and develop a financial plan for yourself as to what things will look like in the future for you potentially is extremely important as a business owner. And you in the business can be the plan. I mean, selling the business can be part of that. There's nothing wrong with that, but we won't know it if we don't put a plan in place. And lastly, they don't have a succession plan. You know, they don't have an idea as to how long they're going to work in this business. Are they going to sell it? Are they going to gift it? Who's going to buy it? Making sure you have that in place is also important. So sitting down with someone and creating a succession plan. Is, are your children going to take over the business? Is your partner going to take over the business? What are things going to look like if and when you want to completely get out of the business? If you want to sell it, how would how would that be sellable? What do things need to look like for it to be attractive to a buyer? So not having a succession plan in place is a mistake that I see a lot of people make. And I am encouraging you today to stop. So I've gone over these mistakes. I've defined what I believe to be an entrepreneur versus a business owner. 
And um, hopefully you will find value or you have found value in what I've shared with you today. Listen, if you need help in any way, you need to have a conversation about how to do some of these things. I'll be more than happy to help you. Uh, If not, there are many, many other financial advisors out here and CPAs out here who can assist you. But I will tell you, it's important as we businesses are growing in our country, we need to be properly structured. The tax laws favor business owners over W-2 employees and making sure that your business is properly structured, um, is properly protected, that you are properly protected are going to make it a lot more attractive to those who may want to buy it in the future. So I'm signing off. This is Dr. April Murdaugh with Woman to Woman Financial, where I help women, women business owners and their families create and grow generational wealth. Have a great day.